Oh my gosh, I can't believe I just said that. Did you just say that? This might get me fired. That might get you fired. You're listening to This Might Get Me Fired with Chizzy and Crystal. Now it's been two months <laughs> since you've heard from us. I guess we have to do a catch up, like a catch up, catch up. So I have a lot. So Crystal, why don't you go first? <laughs> yeah. So basically, the biggest thing for me right now has been like home stuff. Um, I'm coming up on one year of home ownership on January 28th, which is crazy. Like I can't believe it's been a year, and it really hit home because I got my letter that they paid my taxes and so it was like dang like I paid my first round of like taxes for stuff you know like it's going out like my first like um school district tax etc and so a big thing recently was that I got my back patio I want to say backyard but (laughs) (laughs) backyard is dragging it a strip of yard it's a yard still I mean it's a little piece you know what I'm saying (laughs) I got my little quarter of a not even a quarter a quarter of a quarter of a quarter of an acre but um, I ended up getting it paved because it's so small that, like, having grass back there was truly pointless. I didn't want to cut it, and I also didn't want to pay somebody to cut it. Mm-hmm. And so with this house thing, I was actually thinking about how, like, it's so interesting as you get older. You are you learn the difference. Like, there's not just needs and wants. Because, like, needs and stuff, I know I need to invest money into my 401k. Mm-hmm. I know I need to pay my bills. Mm-hmm. Wants are like, oh, I want a Louis Vuitton purse. Right. But there's this third category that you only realize as you get older, and it's the wants that improve your quality of life. Mm. So those are, like, the things that, honestly, yes, it's a want, but the reward that you get from having it is so worth paying for it yeah. that locates, like, an investment in yourself. Yeah. And so having my first home has made me realize, like, that's such a category that, yes, you need to be reasonable about it, but you also need to spend money in that category. Because, like, the patio was Mm $2,000, pretty much $1,900, and that's a lot of money, Mm -hmm. especially because I don't have hardwood throughout. My bedrooms still have carpet. Is that something you're going to change? Yeah, I plan on eventually, like, not having any carpet, at least on the first, the second floor. I don't know about the first floor, but, um, and so I was like, oh, 1900, like, this is not an, you don't need this. I don't need the backyard paid. Mm -hmm. But literally, since I've gotten it, every day this week, I've worked out out there. Really? Yeah, and I've, like, been out there working out for, like, two hours. And so, in that sense, like, yeah, it was $1,900, but it was an investment, and Mm -hmm. I'm already seeing the rewards of it. Like, Mm -hmm. it's so nice to be able to go out there and work out, and I already see, like, once I pick some plants out there, I know I'll use it. And, and so, I like how you're like fast tracking, like, oh, you just made this decision when this was a, <laughs> the funny thing is it wasn't drawn out because you like got it done within like a week of bringing it up. But within that week, it was just like, should I be doing this? Will I regret it? What if they hit a pipe? Are they insured and bonded? It's like, and I'm like, Crystal, you and that's another to do thing. this. That's you another... do this every time. You do this every time. You want to make one little adjustment, one little commitment. You freak out and it ends up fine. And I think that's one thing too that like I've learned Picking stuff out for a home, I'm already an indecisive person by nature. It's just my personality. No matter what, I'm going to be like, oh, I don't know. Should I? Should I not? So picking out contractors for home stuff is a different level of commitment. Mm -hmm. You don't learn things until you learn them, until you go through it. So for example, I didn't even know that you needed somebody that was insured until I was looking to find people and they had like insured in bold letters on their website. And it's like, okay, obviously this is important. (laughs) 
and they're marketing it so strongly. And then another thing too, like they finish the job and they finish the day before Thanksgiving. So I will give that default. But for like three days after, they didn't come to pick up the trash from the job. And that's something I would have never known that like a lot of places contract out the trash pickup. So it's not going to be the same people that do your work that come to like collect the junk. So now I know to be like, okay, you need to make sure that your junk contractor is here the day that the job is done. I want them switching out. Mm-hmm. So you just learn so much. So that's one big update. Home ownership, what a trip. Another one is that I finally sold my Kodak stock. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, um, it's so funny because I was talking to Nuli about this yesterday, how like she loves to like research stuff. And I'm not a researcher really about like financial decisions. I guess I am, but not really. Like I'm not going to listen to people talk on Clubhouse about investing in stock <laughs> because it's like I'm just going to buy what I feel good about. I'll pick up pieces for like news articles, mm-hmm. but it's like I'm not going to listen to somebody talk about Tesla stock for 30 minutes. I'm just going to get a vibe and buy the stock. And the good thing is my first stock that I purchased I literally have made like a 200% profit or, you know, that one mm-hmm. stock, like I got it for 200 or $300. Now it's worth like 1900 So that gave me like a boost of confidence <laughs> that maybe isn't the best. <laughs> so like the Kodak stock, I just bought it because I was like, oh, I feel like it's going to go back up. <laughs> that did not happen. It took a long time. I was losing. I put $300 into Kodak. That $300 was just dwindling. <laughs> But luckily this week, the like investigation that was happening ended. So now I made a little 20% profit, which is real cute on my, (laughs) which is real cute on my little $300. So that's that. Um, Starting a business. Ah. Yes. And I'm trying to move in silence. Of course. I I mean, first of all, I like how you say that like that's something new. (laughs) Like you ever don't move in silence. (laughs) Like, oh, she's only my best friend, but I know, like, half of her life. I know nothing about the most important thing. So that's completely fine. And so um, it's funny because I swear I'm like, yeah, I'm going to move in silence. But then I feel like I'm not moving in silence. I feel like I still tell you everything. But this time I'm really trying to move in silence about stuff about my life. So I have ordered some, like, pieces that are, like, ordered the things that I think I'm going to do drop shipping for. Mm -hmm. Because I wanted to try them out first. Mm. And so we'll see what happens. I'm just really trying to create that other stream of income. Um, but yeah, that's it for me right now. Just a lot of good stuff, you know, Yay! nothing too juicy. Now I what's going it. on with you a lot? You've been Girl. constantly working on herself, constantly on a new mission. <laughs> Facts. Um, so first when you talk about like, you know, you talk about the wants that improve your quality of life. Yes. I've had mm-hmm. a huge one in the time that we've filmed. I now have a housekeeper mm-hmm. who, as we speak, is actually cleaning Crystal's house as well. <laughs> <laughs> I, too, have a housekeeper now. (laughs) And when I tell you, money well spent. It is, like, one of the best, like, the one of the best things that I, like, because, and the funny thing is, like, so the first time before she came over, I tried to, like, tidy up and, like, put things away and et cetera, et cetera. But the last time she came over, she's come over, like, three or four times, I was just so exhausted from the week that it was just, like, she'll figure it out. She just has to. And she did. And, like, things were organized, things were put away, things were thrown out. And it just feels so good to, like, just go, like, step outside your room or, like, come back in and it's just all better. It just, it's like, it just, I feel taken care of. Like, it's like a fairy godmother just came and, like, 
everything's better and especially if you work a stressful job if you work a job where you have to work a lot and like sometimes it's just like the littlest things are just too much mentally yeah no it's been a great blessing to me as well when Chizzy told me that she had found one that she liked I was like of course I'm gonna trust it because some things you only want to hire by word of mouth Mm -hmm. like you just don't want to test it because a housekeeper is a very personal thing right now we're still working from home right but once we go back home I'm sure she's gonna have like a key to our spot you know so you don't want somebody that like you don't feel good about who they are yeah and she just is such a lovely lady and like (laughs) last time I had her do my laundry and fold it girl I could have cried it's just it's one of those little things that I hate doing so I will avoid and it'll just pile up and pile up and pile up and now it's like I know like I don't have to worry about this I don't have to think about this I don't know when in my life I'm gonna go back to not having a maid unless I'm unemployed I will, I just, yeah. I just feel like it's just worth the money. Now, if I go to like a market where it's way too expensive, because we're getting a deal, um, then yeah. maybe I'll consider. But that's one of the things that I'm very excited about. So shout out to Susie. Um, also, weight loss update. So the funny thing is the last podcast, I talked about how I had kind of, so the last podcast was a month ago that never dropped. And then I talked about how the month before we did a podcast and we videoed it. And seeing that video kind of threw me into a tailspin because I was a little bit, um, have you ever like, you know, you've gained weight, right? But like, you haven't seen yourself really like on video, like seen yourself, seen yourself. And so I was like in a, like kind of a depressive tailspin for like a couple hours. Um, and I like got off social media and I was telling Crystal, like, I'm not going to be on social media. Um, and so... I kind of got pulled, I, I, I came out of it pretty quickly, but like I really started like focusing in on weight loss. So um, I did good for the first month. The first month I lost like 13 pounds. And then I kind of like, you know, like when you're seeing progress and then you kind of start, stop getting as serious. Um, so I kind of wait for the second month. And then once again, after my birthday, one of the birthday videos of, of us at like um, the sushi spot, I was like, Ugh. so I like re-up after my birthday. So now... Um, today I think I'm at like 27 pounds down. That's crazy. Cause that's like two months. Yeah. In 75 days, I'm down 27 pounds. That is crazy. So how do you feel? I feel good. The crazy thing is it's like, I feel good, but it's still like, I feel like there's a certain weight that I know that I'll feel back comfortable. It's not my goal weight, but I feel more comfortable. Like this is still like I'm in my bag weight Uh and I'm like 20 pounds from that. So I feel like the closer I get to that, I'll be able to breathe more. Yeah. Which um, I feel like I'm still like kind of hustling, but it's like I'm much happier. I feel like my face, especially like no, I, it's definitely slimmer. I'm looking yeah. at you now, and I can definitely see the because you know structure coming. Yeah, back. I feel yeah. like my cheeks are coming back. My the jawline, mm-hmm, and that's so crucial for like I hate when I get fat face. That's like my my yeah. girl. It's the whole thing. So I'm much happier about that, um, and I just feel like you know I'm getting back in my bag. So I'm, that's props to that. Um, and now I'm going to Cancun in a month with my family, my brother and his wife and their kids. Your family. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to Cancun in a month. And so that's another push. So like, I'm hoping by January 17th, what is today? December 11th. By January 17th, I'm going to be down another 25 pounds. Go for it, girl. Girl, that's the, I know it's crazy. I have like six weeks, (laughs) but... Let's just see how close I can get. I feel like for sure I can at least get 20. Yeah, <laughs> so, I think we can too. So we're going to uh, cross our fingers for that. Also, I told y'all this is a lot, right? So I'm, we're just going to go ahead and go into it. Um, breadcrumbing. 
so in the time that I've that we've had the last podcast, I started dating someone and I stopped dating them. But the funny thing is on the last podcast, I was like, oh, we're still going to be cool. You know, it's just I'm not going to initiate it. I'm not going to put energy into it because he doesn't want the same things I want. And this guy kind of kept popping up, you know, like mm-hmm. texting, doing the check-ins. And so I'm really proud of myself because I did that. I was just like, you know, why are you checking in? And he's like, you know, I still care about you, et cetera, et cetera. And it's like, you know, no, there's nothing wrong with that. But I feel like in the past, I've let men like stay in my life past their expiration date. Yeah. And now it was just like, I was like, you know, I kind of just, we're not friends. We're not dating. We don't want the same things. It's no bad feelings, but like, I, I rather, we don't need to do check-ins. You know, yeah. you don't need to check in on me. Like, it's not, not that it's not that deep, but it's like, I rather just, let's just keep it moving. And so I'm just happy because it's like now I'm like in a different space where it's like I really I have to like prioritize myself and like really command an investment. Like I only want to deal with men who are like investing in me and who are like. Well, how are you meeting these men that are investing in you? Let's get to that. What's new on the dating scene? Let's not talk about the past. We've deaded him. We've deaded him. Right. On to the next. (laughs) But, um, so the funny thing is one guy who took me on a date for my birthday and this guy, I already told him like, I'm not really interested in him, but like he was in town. Um, I met him through Facebook through like this group that we're mutually in. Um, and he's wanted to take me out. We went out to this nice steakhouse that I like. Um, and the nicest thing is afterwards he brought me like before he asked me what my favorite flowers were. And so I told him like roses and, um, not tulips, lilies, I think. I forgot what, I forgot um but I think it's like roses and calla lilies and so he got me this beautiful arrangement like after the date brought it to my car of like roses and calla lilies first time in my 31 years of life that a man has bought me flowers that makes me so happy it I was, love to see you being like treated well right and it was just so nice he also took her to like a really nice steakhouse which I feel like Chizzy does not require like not that she doesn't require those type of dates but she honestly doesn't like yeah. in the past you'd be like oh well, we can go to this place or that place. It's, like, not a bad place, but definitely she's not the type to be like, oh, I want to go to this fine dining establishment. Right. Like, I don't, I want to go to this white tablecloth place. But this time she was like, no, this is where I want to go. And yeah. he rose to the occasion. And right. It's just, like, that makes me happy because so many women don't. They're just, I think sometimes it's afraid of the rejection, mm-hmm. afraid of feeling stupid that he's going to be like, no. Afraid of demanding too much yeah. or asking too much. And, like, that's a chizzy that's going to the past mm-hmm. like in this year it's like no 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 I'm asking for what I want I want my price like I want what I want and so and then he came back with like another bag and he'd gone to Ulta and got me like um a robe a pink robe and like some Dior perfume and it was just so sweet and so I was just like this is the energy yeah that I'm feeling and lastly um I'm meeting people somewhat on tinder gold (laughs) i decided for one month i'm gonna upgrade to gold because i hate swiping right and so like i want to just be able to like look at like who's like me and like look through and especially because primarily i want to date black men but i mean i'm open i'm more Mm -hmm. open now um depending on certain things right so it's like tinder gold allows me to be a little bit more also i'm kind of Tri- not trifling, but like I'm swiping in different locations, right? So I'm swiping in London, I'm swiping in Toronto, I'm swiping in the Bay Area, I'm swiping in uh, New York. All the places where the rich, <laughs> <laughs> the rich bleeps are in. <laughs> so it's like, and I mean, I, I really feel like I'm, and it's so interesting because it's like, at this point, it's not even like I'm trying to like, you know, like I just want to meet interesting people, engaging people, people who are, you mm-hmm. know, you know, just different types of people. 
So happy about that. And then also, I finally got Crystal on this new app called Clubhouse. <laughs> and so, Y'all, Clubhouse is too much. I don't know how y'all are doing it. I'm going to like... It just seems like it takes up too much of your time. It takes a lot. Like the yeah. first day, I was on there for like eight hours. See, and I don't like that. It's like I got stuff <laughs> to do. But it's it can like actually get you good connections, good networking, and it brought us the topic that we're talking about today. Oh, see, I saw that on Twitter before Clubhouse see, even. I didn't see it on Twitter. Yeah, that's the thing. I feel like you were always like she's the Facebook auntie. Like yeah. she posted about two months late, so she's like, "Oh, girl, Clubhouse is putting on." It's like, no, baby, Twitter put Clubhouse on. And Clubhouse just decided to talk about it. But <laughs> anywho, Still. so I am on Clubhouse now. But I don't want to talk about stocks and shit. Like I already said, I so want to talk about the ratchet. Put her in the ratchet room. And I'll put you in the ratchet rooms. But <laughs> I mean, maybe some of them. Like she told me about a real estate investing room, and I was like, okay, that's good because like sometimes I do get sidetracked from additional goals that mm-hmm. I have. But I'm not trying to listen to somebody talk about Tesla stock for three hours. Either you're going to buy the Tesla stock or you're not. You're going to follow it or you're not. You're going to sell it when you think you need to sell it or you're not. Why am I listening to you? You don't work at Tesla. Like, what can you tell me, you know? Now, they have, like, a place where it's, like, every day they give you five stocks to look out for. And it's, like, a 10-minute conversation. I can do that. But if you're talking 30 minutes about... Um, but, you know, I'm open to the possibilities <laughs> of Clubhouse. I'm just going to add you into the ratchet room. That's all I'm going to be <laughs> No, doing. add me into the good no, ones, girl. Too, just in case. <laughs> I might come and stop and drop and listen. Um, but, yeah, so the topic that uh, was really popping, there were several topics popping in Clubhouse in the last week. But the topic that really caught my eye was, um, quote, unquote, are you deserving? And so it was based on the video. We've both seen the video. I don't even know his name, but it's some quote-unquote dating expert, mm-hmm. this woman was calling in. She's in, I think she's 35. Mm-hmm. She has her own dog grooming business, and mm-hmm. she makes six figures. She lives in, like, South Carolina, I think. Yeah. And so she was telling him, she was asking him for advice on meeting six-figure men. Uh-huh. So he was, uh, to me, he was really rude and kind of He was abrasive. Yeah. But the only thing is that seems to be his thing. So it oh, seems see, that... I've never watched any of his additional videos. I, there's one video that I'll send you. I've watched where he was kind of like talking down to a man who mm. wanted to date baddies. And he was like really talking down to him. So that seems to be his thing. So clearly she must have known that before she called. But still, he's very like condescending. What really stood out to people was he's like, you're average at best. Mm-hmm. And you think... I mean, did you, you disagree? Think, well, okay, so... Let's give it a bug. Did you disagree? Did you think that she was more than average at best? Okay. Once you took out his... I guess, because there's a his lot of delivery. different ways you can break this down. I have mm-hmm. a lot of opinions about it as well. <laughs> and a lot of different things. Like, this is, goes into a bigger thing that I feel like I always mention, which is the profit on black women's loneliness. Ooh. There is a market for it. There is. There is a market of these people. I mean, the Derek Jackson or whatever mm-hmm. his name is, where, like, their whole business is... Giving black women the, I don't even know, like, just profiting off of the fact that some of y'all are sad, lonely, and single. Being the authority. And it's so weird because it's like, <laughs> it seems like the only thing you need to be an authority for women's uh, dating advice is to be a man. And to have like, a loud opinion, yeah. Like, that's it. Like, literally, there's no... And low-key to no... talk down a woman because, like, that's what y'all want to, I don't know. So or I mean, to pander. Like, yeah. like, it's like, you have one side of the coin or the other. You're either going to pander or you're going to talk down. Exactly. So and I that's... think that's super interesting. That's a whole different thing. But that was my first. Step one for me was the fact, like... Y'all keep keep asking these men. These random yeah, men. or y'all keep putting money in these people's pockets for them to tell you that you are worthy of being treated well, <laughs> that you need to take care of yourself. Like there's certain things where it's like, why? And so I've never got that from Jump. Like, girl, read um 
what is that yeah. book? Something about why men marry bitches, oh, why yeah. men date bitches. Mm-hmm. Read why men date bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Read the power of the pussy and right. keep it moving. Keep you don't pushing. need to be on nobody's Instagram <laughs> or YouTube live having them talk down to you, honey. The game has not changed since the beginning of time. But she so. clearly has low self-esteem because I don't care what I called for. <laughs> You're not going to continue talking okay, to me. Okay, so that was part one. Now his delivery. So, okay, so his his thing is she's average at best, uh-huh. according to him, right? Yeah. She's 35 and she has two kids, or at least one kid. Oh, I didn't know Someone she said kids. two, but okay. she has at least a 13-year-old and she has a sketchy baby daddy. Okay. So he's like, you're going to die alone if you keep trying to... Yeah, he told her that. He's like, See, you keep I didn't trying watch to... video, so I'm trying to You keep playing. trying to, um, you know, she did. She wasn't really trying to... He's like, you keep trying to argue with it. And you, he's like, fine, you're going to die alone. Okay. So I was like, for one, okay, this might be my overall impression and not necessarily just towards this video, but I feel like women, and particularly black women, are people are always trying to humble us and like we're kind of shamed for ha- for having audacity whenever we have audacity. Mm-hmm. And men are rewarded for having audacity. White women are allowed to have audacity, but black mm-hmm. women in particular, we're always kind of, people are always trying to humble us, you know? Um, so that was kind of the thing that kind of rubbed me the wrong way where it's like, on one side, um, it's like, oh, you know, you're average, you don't deserve this. Um, even if you have all these other accolades, there's so there's this thing which... I think it's true as well. Like men of means don't care about how much money their woman has. They don't, they're not really worried about yeah, it. Yeah. So that's the hard part. Cause like, that's again, another, diff- a whole other topic. Like, right. What you what think are considered is- accolades. Because right. Y'all are talking, first of all, we're talking about like dating for women and men, because low key, my man doesn't have to be that fine. It depends too. And I was thinking when you put this as the topic, I was like, which crystal am I going to be? Because <laughs> it depends on what hat I'm wearing. Like, am I being just straight about the bag? If so, then I don't give a fuck what you look like. First of all, <laughs> If that is if that's like where we're going, six figures, let's get specific too. That's a whole different discussion. Because if a man girl. making a hundred thousand dollars can't do much for me at this point in my life. Uh, but but that's also privilege talking. <laughs> that <laughs> is I feel the same way. Yeah, but that's just like one thing <laughs> I was saying like, too. Six like figures, half a million is different from a hundred thousand. Yeah, so, so what are you saying? It was like deserving of a six figure man. First of all, which six figures are we talking? Because if you're right. having a hundred thousand dollars, that's a great income, no shade, right. nothing to that, but like deserving that's <laughs> but i mean but as they're saying i think what do they say like less than 10 percent of the population in general in the u.s makes six figures yes um let alone the black population she was mm-hmm. looking for a black spouse so like numbers wise which again in... that's another one but what <laughs> i mean we're gonna go for days i need to slow down actually y'all what we're gonna do is we're gonna take a quick break and then we'll be right back okay all right so we're back um, back on the topic of are you deserving of a six-figure man? Um, so, okay, here are my thoughts on the video. Outside of his just general condescending shock jock nature, whatever, um, it was kind of sad having her because he had her like rate herself and he's like, don't say a nine or an eight or a ten. And so she's like, okay, I'd rate myself a five. Yeah, so she rated herself a five. and um, But she's like, I have a nice body. And just that part kind of broke my heart because it's like, sis, like, you need... But are you being realistic about, (laughs) but are you being realistic? This is my thing. If you're going to be a gold digger, and this is a question, is she trying to be a gold digger or is she really desiring just a stable man? And she thinks six figures is a path to a stable man. She has put six figures as a marker for the type of man that she wants, that she thinks is a a valuable man, a quality man. Mm -hmm. That has been the marker that she placed on it. 
So she's not even like, listen, I'm chasing the bag. I'm no. trying to quit my job. No. I'm trying to be on a yacht. No. Okay, so maybe that's why too. Because I was like, if you think you're the body would be she important. makes six figures. Yeah. The so body, she wants okay. someone else who also makes six figures. Okay. Right? Um, which like so he basically told her that's not gonna happen for her because not only does she make six figures, she's thirty five, she's average at best, and she has a child, maybe two, and with a sketchy baby daddy. Mm-hmm. Um, my thoughts were, I it, I don't think it's impossible for her. I think it's improbable, and I feel like what she might have to do. Um, it, I don't know if it's worth it for her because also like six figures is shallow. Like saying you want someone six fi- who makes six figures is shallow to me just because it's like six figures by itself isn't even, I, I hate saying this because six figures is a lot. Most people will never make six figures, sadly, right? Yeah. We're in a bubble and because I think that's we've gone such, to. That's we, the hard part of sometimes I forget that. We do face so much adversity, but we also are very much so in a bubble of privilege. Yeah earned privilege in a lot of ways in the sense of like we I got kicked out of college I had to hustle Mm -hmm. Nalia was doing (laughs) part-time law school and working having to figure out how to get student loans like we grind right but now we are very much so comfortable Mm -hmm. you know so I do forget that and (laughs) so some people will never make six figures never even imagine making six figures where for us it's like that's not so I don't want to say that but to me it's like okay you want a man who let's say makes a hundred thousand dollars that's not hard to find to me because but then I'm in different circles because I don't think she went to college so that's another thing education it's also a class thing you might be in different circles right yes so it's like i know so many men who make six figures right and they're not all with baddies like honestly they're not like right they're with girls who might be pretty cute average they're with a range of different Mm -hmm. girls some of them have kids some of them don't but like i know men who make six figures who might be engineers or attorneys and they're not all with baddies so to me it's not crazy because i've seen it right but then i am in a different circle probably than she is right so I would say she would number one need to get out of whatever circle she's in and figure out how to get in a different circle. Mm -hmm. She would honestly probably have to work on like her looks, her body. She might, if she is serious, she might. Uh, I mean, I would first say like just work on like hair, makeup, et cetera, but maybe she might need to see a plastic surgeon either for the body or maybe if she wants to do something with her face. That if that's something that she's serious about, that might be something that she needs to consider. She also might need to consider leaving where she lives and going to a place that either has more black men or more affluent men. You know, South Carolina isn't really known for like having high earners. Mm-hmm. And then also like she might um, just have to consider, you know, what are you willing to put up with? Because if you're willing to put up with whatever you can and you're willing to look like put all this effort in to your outward appearance, to looking a certain way, to being in certain circles. So if you're really willing to strategize, plot, plan, do all this, you can do it. It's possible. And that would increase your likelihood, right? My thing is, is it even worth all that? Because That's is what, what you want say. a quality partner or is what you want a guy who makes this amount that you think that is good? Yes, that's what I was about to say because if she already makes six figures, then once you make a certain amount of money, you do realize how quote unquote little that amount of money, or not how little, but like you start to realize how far that money can really stretch Mm -hmm. versus when you don't make it, you have kind of an idealized version of how far it can stretch, you know? I know before I made what I made now, I thought that... I would be pulling out the line of Tesla, own my own townhouse in Midtown, 
and be able to pay off my student loans all at the same time. And that's really just not always feasible. Now, her situation is different not having student loans. Mm -hmm. But definitely, if I had to decide, like, okay, I have two children. I make six figures, but we don't know. I'm guessing maybe like a hundred, maybe a hundred and fifty thousand. Right. You know, probably not a quarter mil from her business. Mm-hmm. Um, am I gonna use after taxes thirty of that thousand <laughs> to invest into my body or my teeth or whatever to chase a van that makes a hundred thousand dollars? That's hustling backwards. <laughs> I should be instead using that thirty thousand dollars to push myself to two fifty by right. getting a rental property or something. So right. that was my struggle with it. it was like. But the thing is, she wants somebody who, because, and and this is valid, like, once you start making a certain amount of money, you start doing things, and you want people around you to be able to do them with you, right? Mm -hmm. So, the thing is, I'm sure she wants to have a partner who can do the things with her that she might want to do, like, maybe take certain trips or whatever, and she doesn't want to have to subsidize it. But my thing that I don't think she's being realistic with is that, like, the man that you want has his choice of women, right? And so if he has his choice of women and you have things that he may not want, right, which are like kids, a baby daddy who's sketchy, who you don't have a good relationship, like why would he You're choose 35, you? You're 35, no shame yeah, to that right. because I'm also in my 30s, but 35 is not a spring chicken. You know, it sounds horrible, but there's a quote, a bad bee turns 18, 18. every day. <laughs> and that's real talk, you know, a baddie does turn 18 every day, which is very creepy. Y'all should not be 35 out here looking for 18 year olds. But, they but are we know so- how men with money do tend to move. Right. And again, I'm when I think of a man, when I say I want a six figure man, I'm thinking like, if I'm doing all that, where I'm going on a man's show to get advice, you have to be making it at least half a million for me to be out here subjecting Girl. myself to disrespect in such a way. Can you imagine all this for, for common, common 100,000? <laughs> Let me not call it common, right? Yeah. It's, this, this, this combo is highly elitist, and I do apologize. but And I also thought, too, one thing that was not mentioned is, all right, I think it's too depending on how you grew up i grew up with a dad that is considered a blue collar brother Mm. my dad worked as a prison guard my dad also retired at 45 because he had been working there since he was like 18 he does not have to work he lives very comfortably like you know what i'm saying so like for me i know that if you're good with your money Mm -hmm. there are some men that are only going to make fifty sixty thousand dollars but if they're smart and Mm -hmm. if they have the intelligence they're investing where they can they're building their wealth in other ways maybe they work for the city or whatever or the government, and they do make, you know, a decent amount. And I think, too, I look at, like, our friend Lauren. Lauren's dad is the picture of what you hope a black man will be. Like, loves his girls down, takes care of them, provides for his wife. She's pushing the most expensive Tahoe there is. Like, you know what I'm saying? But he works a job where, like, he's getting his hands dirty, whatever. Mm -hmm. And that's another thing, too, that I think... If you're going to be a bag chaser, get educated about who makes bags. Because right. there's a lot of people out here that you're sidestepping because you don't think they're making money. And they're raking it up. You know what I'm saying? Like, even me, when I started working in oil and gas, I learned, like, these men in the field that are pumping these wells mm-hmm. are making three times what I make, honey. Right. But I might see them out here in their dirty jeans and be confused. So don't ever think. And then number two is, like, I've dated men that have made a lot, of, you know, a good amount of money. Like, mm-hmm. double what I make. And they weren't the most generous, you know right. what I'm saying? Versus I dated a man and loved a man that made less than me. But this man would go into his wallet. I don't know. He probably... <laughs> he probably went in debt. He probably um, was getting payday loans. <laughs> <laughs> but 
whatever I wanted, even if I didn't even know I wanted it, like he put me on this stuff. I had never went out on a date and a man just be like, let's get three bottles of the most expensive wine because I want to sit here all night and drink and talk to you. Like that's what the type of time he was on, you know? Mm. I've been at every nice steakhouse in Houston because of him pretty much. Like, and again, he made less than me, but I knew that like at the end of the day, if I married you, if it all went down, you would be out here working four jobs. (laughs) To make sure that I was good. But right. that's what it came down to. Right. Now, that's not ideal. I would prefer to have somebody <laughs> that has the earning potential where we don't have to... To struggle like And that. I'm not having to burden you with, mm-hmm. you know? But I just think that's something that always gets lost in the sauce of that. You that's know? very true because a rich man is not necessarily a generous man. Mm-hmm. And also, six figures is not a rich man. But, you know, a man yeah. who makes money is not necessarily a generous man. And then also understanding a rich man is a busy man. So what type of dynamic in your household do you really want girl because i have definitely had those moments where it's like (laughs) when i was in the man that made like way more than me you know this man is busy right he's doing what he needs to do but i'm like wait why hasn't he texted me back and i had to be like okay do you want like a man that's about his business Mm -hmm. which typically means he is busy yeah he's gonna try his best but he's not gonna be able to entertain you right and i don't think people consider that so um kind of segueing into it like I've been noticing, and I don't know if it's, I mean, it's kind of always been in pop culture, the glow up, the transformation, Mm -hmm. especially, you know, the high school movies where like a girl has glasses and paint on her shirt and then she turns into like this prom queen, right? But it's like, I feel like lately there's been like this huge explosion of like glow up culture, glow up obsession, where it's like everyone is trying to like is trying to evolve into like the highest form of super saiyan beauty or you know what i mean like it's like it and i'm wondering is this a woman thing in general or is it a particularly a black woman thing tying into like hypergamy and the femininity movement you know what i mean like are you do you feel like this is all like culture-wide all across no i never hear my white girlfriends you know i have quite a few (laughs) (laughs) i never hear my white girlfriends my indian girlfriends my hispanic girlfriends like girl i'm trying to glow up i'm trying to this or that i don't hear it not saying that it's not also happening you know and maybe it's also the terminology like the lingo Mm -hmm. because a lot of that is african-american vernacular in a sense but there's things like, of course, they're working out or whatever, but it's not this obsession of like, oh, I have to start getting lashes to be a baddie. I need to get my body done to be a baddie. I think that's... And even too, like a lot of my black girlfriends aren't on that time either. I think it depends on what you subscribe to, what you're consuming. Hmm. Because if you're on social media a lot, if you're on Instagram a lot, depending on, not even if you're on Instagram, who do you follow? Right. Who are you looking at and seeing aspirational things? Because that does also determine I feel like but I feel like there's like a couple years ago on YouTube I wasn't seeing videos about her pergamy or about like the femininity you know what I mean so it's like where is that tracking from um I feel like that's tracking from first off um black women feeling under if we're talking about specifically black women Mm -hmm. I think a lot of black women feel rejected they feel undesired um I think social media and the ridicule that a lot of black women receive has created for them a need to protect themselves and to find a way to find value in them, themselves, you know, or mm-hmm. a way to feel valued. And I think that, you know, you can't change other people, right? I can't right. change how a man treats me. So then what do you go to? You go, well, what can I fix? What's making me undeserving? What makes me more deserving? And so I believe that's created this neg- um, this narrative, especially with the femininity movement. Because they're two different movements, but right. very similar. Right. But I think with the femininity movement, that's part of it. This idea that, like, 
And then also, you know, the talk about, like, black women muling or whatever. What's that? <laughs> the idea that, like, we always put on our cape for everybody. Oh, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, We're so tired. I think, <laughs> and I think that's part of, like, that's also, like, the anti-femininity movement is the anti-retire, like, it's the retire the cape movement <laughs> in the same thing, It's you like know? the backlash of, like, I'm tired of being strong or being considered strong. I'm tired of having to do all this work. I would like to be taken care of as well. I am also just as delicate as Becky down the block. And I would also like to sit at home. Like, there was, um, in the clubhouse when we were talking about this, they were talking about, have you seen that video? I'm sure you have. Where, like, this guy's asking people, rich picking people what they do. And it's uh-huh. this white woman coming out of the car, yeah. this older woman. And she's like, I'm married. Isn't it crazy that he got a Rolex from one of the guys that he interviewed? The guy gave him a free Rolex. Because I guess the guy saw his video after and was like, oh, I want to meet up with you and give you a Rolex. Like, I think that's so cool. Because he had mentioned his business, just saying like, oh, I own, I sell watches. I just thought that was so awesome. But anyway, side note, yes, everybody's seen that video where she's like, I'm on my wife. And like... Or I'm married. She's like, I'm married. Just the... Like, it was just so innate. Just the... You know what I mean? And it's like, I feel like maybe there are a lot of black women who are like, I would like that luxury of just being able to be like, I'm a... Like, you know what I mean? Like, being so... It's just being so pervasive in your consciousness that, like, you are meant to be taken care of and that you should be taken care of and valued. And, you know, like, I feel like there was, like, a awakening to that, right? Where it's like, I want to be taken care of. I want to be valued. I don't want to carry the weight. I don't want to hold anyone down anymore. And I feel like that's valid where it's like, because so long in our culture, it's like this hold you down, take you know, hold down the house, hold down the whatever. And it's like, I'm tired of that. I want to be taken care yeah. of. I want, but there is also kind of an obsession with luxury, which I think is very social media fueled. Oh, it absolutely is. And that's why we have scammers. I mean, not to go too far, but like the rapper that just got arrested for scamming, two of them just got arrested for scamming. He was scamming about micro pubs and charter or private plane to Jamaica. Like the idea of making things look a certain way. Wait, how was he scamming about micro pubs? He was scamming money. He was buying micro puppies with the money. He was buying like just fueling this lifestyle, like luxury items. Uh, look, like, all these things that, you know, you see his girl on the private jet, like, come to find out this private jet, he's allegedly was scamming to get this wow. micro puppy that she's with that I'm sure she doesn't even have anymore. She was, he was scamming to get, allegedly. And so, yeah, it's definitely an obsession with luxury. And one thing I struggle with is black women not moving in silence about certain stuff. Hmm. Like... You don't need to shout from the rooftops on every single social media that you expect a man to be a provider. You don't need to say it because if you know that's what it is and that's what it is. And I think that sometimes, and of course, again, it is maybe like wanting to get the message out because Mm -hmm. that hasn't been something that we just all inherently believe we deserve. Right. But like most of my white girlfriends, I know they're not going to marry a man that is not in somewhat of a provider. It doesn't have to be said at a table. <laughs> I've never heard them mention it. I just know that, like, in their minds, that's what they're coming with. You it's know what I'm top. saying? But, like, sometimes with us, it's like, why do you need to yell from the rooftops to let me know that you're not going to marry a man that doesn't take care of you? I feel like part of it is false bravado. Yeah. Where it's like, you're not living this life, right? But you want to live this life. This is who you want to be, right? So- and I know that's, like, too, used to be in the... You'll have discussions with some other people that you know casually or whatever, and it's like... Anybody that's saying this this loudly, this is not how they're living. And especially, no shade again, but if your demographic of who you're dating is only a certain... And I know it's different because you are African, Nigerian, and so there are more, like, high-educated people in your community. But, like, depending on who you date, I know the statistics, sweetheart. So I already know that, like, statistically, 
just like we know a lot of black men that are high earners, etc. Right. But we're not attracted to all of them. We're not True. dating whoever. So it's just like, let's be realistic about what you're really doing. I don't think, I feel like it's one of those things where it's like, it's like much, you protest too much. Like you want people to think you're this way. So you're kind of hoping to trick them into treating you this way. Um, where if you just really had it innate, like if you know that like, I'm only dealing with men who are providers, right? I don't need to talk about it because if you're not, we're not going to be a match. And that just is what it is. We don't have to argue about it on Facebook. We don't have to argue about it on Clubhouse. I want someone who's going to provide. But my thing is, providing isn't necessarily tied to luxury or to a certain income, right? No, it's not. Depending, I mean, show your lifestyle, whatever, whatever. But it's not tied to a certain financial amount. It's just being a provider and being a generous man. And I feel like a lot of, the funny thing is, I feel like it's two twofold. I feel like on one hand, there's women who are shouting from the rooftops, oh, I have to have this, I have to have this. There's people who are very extreme and crazy. If you can't buy you a Birkin, you shouldn't date them, foolishness, right? But on the other hand, I feel like there are women who are almost kind of embarrassed and don't want to say like, I want a man who is generous. I want a man who is going to take care of me. Like, yeah, and that's, I always have to remember like, this isn't my gospel. The mm-hmm. femininity movement is not a gospel meant for me. The hypogamy movement is not a gospel meant for me. In the sense that I'm going to be feminine because that's how my mother raised me. Like, there's mm-hmm. certain things I believe as a woman you just do. And that's the just how I was raised. That's what my mom put me on to, you know. And so, for me, I don't need these messages necessarily. Right. Some things, like, if you have an etiquette course yeah i need a refresher on that because sometimes i do use the wrong fork and i forget <laughs> to work my way in but you telling me to keep my nails done and you know be poly- don't go out the house in a bonnet i don't need someone <laughs> telling me this you know because i ch- still might choose to go out in a bonnet i don't but hypothetically right that makes doesn't make me less of a woman or whatever right the hypogamy movement my thing about that is always not saying you have to bring something to the table, but there is nothing better than knowing that you can provide for yourself. Mm-hmm. Whatever that looks like for you, I'm not saying that doesn't mean that you have to have a super hot earning job or whatever, but be able to always have you. Right. And I just don't want that to get lost in the sauce with that. Right. Because, yes, it's great to have a man that can do for you. It's great to have somebody to lean on. It's great to have a partner. That is when we are meant, in the sense, like, I believe that is how it is supposed to work. Mm-hmm. But... One thing about Crystal, Crystal gonna get to a bag regardless. Crystal gonna be her own sugar daddy regardless. (laughs) Right. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what I believe is important. Mm -hmm. Now, you're not gonna come in my life and not offer nothing either. You're Mm -hmm. gonna have to step with it because, again, like, I know what I'm doing for me. And the crazy thing is, so when I was talking to my sister, she was like, women sometimes are not realistic because maybe 20% of women are the prize. But a lot of women are like, and I, she's like, the thing is, because maybe we do more work on ourselves than men do, we feel like we're more of a prize than men because men are very selfish and they're mm-hmm. encouraged to be selfish and they usually don't work on themselves generally, right? But like a lot of women are not like, they're not, they're not at the level where they, they're not their best selves, but they're better than maybe the men they date. And so then they're like, oh, I should be able to get this man who's way up here. But it's like, why? Because this man has all the choices. And, but this is my thing too. Also, sometimes I think for those women, like, also remember being alone is also a choice. Being single is also a choice. I feel like sometimes it's so extreme where it's like, 
either you accept whatever, mm-hmm. you put up whatever, whatever, or you get you a big ball or shot collar. <laughs> it's like, no, there's also this third choice of like living your life whole and full as right. a single woman. Right. And that could be fun too. Cause sometimes like, I'm just fucking whoever because I don't need you to pay my, like there's the freedom right. in all of them. But I feel like sometimes it's either or and it's like, no, there's a third choice. And there's also <laughs> the choice of like, I can take care of myself. I've been great for myself thus far. But if I am accepting you into my life, you're going to have to benefit me. You're going to be and, a partner. And I just feel like for a while, especially if you're a giver, if you're naturally a giver, like it's like I, I realize I'm I'm like pouring into and being like great for so many people. And rarely, like rarely, rarely have I like dated someone or been with someone where it's like, oh, he like taught me so much and he like like brought like he really upgraded me or really, you know what I mean? Like, that's usually not it. It's usually reverse. And so I do feel like there's a point where it's like, I'm doing great by myself, but for me to ever, like, commit to someone or even really try to invest in someone, they're going to have to invest in me first. Like, I'm not going to continue to, like, pour in and build someone up. And, like, I'm not doing that anymore. And especially because I think for women, we do a lot of emotional labor. Yes. And I think sometimes men don't realize the fact, like, yeah, I'm asking you to buy me a Fendi baguette bag because I'm still on that. <laughs> still on that. <laughs> so that's honestly, there's a few men where I know they're about to pop back up. And low-key, the entrance fee is going to be like, you want to get back here? <laughs> I got this bag in mind. <laughs> Let me send you a picture because that's the type of time I'm on right now. Just because right. some of y'all have done me dirty in 2020 because <laughs> quarantine had me tripping. So you going to have to pay a fee. That's Thank not you. normally my... Pay a tribute. That's, that's not it. normally my vibe. But some of y'all are going to get taxed. But <laughs> what was my point, girl? I done lost it. We invest in other people. Yeah, but women, men don't realize sometimes like the emotional labor. Mm-hmm. Like... I remember one time I was with the last guy I was talking to during quarantine. He was like, I love how, like, you'll just sit here and let me talk about my day and, like, all my cases. You know nothing about, like, what I'm... I don't know anything about construction law. But I'm sitting here like, oh, babe, that's great. Like, so... And I'm remembering shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm remembering that you had a case mm-hmm. in San Antonio that's about to go to trial. But it got rescheduled. Like, that's the type of stuff women are on typically. Yeah. Like, we're going to pour... Like, versus him, he would be like, so what do you do again? Production accounting? <laughs> and, again, maybe I was accepting less than I deserved. But, like, unfortunately, like, a lot of men are forgetful versus yeah. women, like, that emotional that emotional labor we're going to carry that burden so which I don't think is a bad thing my only thing is because even like the guy that I stopped dating I want almost like I almost was gonna tell him like oh you know if you ever really need me and then I was like no you can't don't contact me contact somebody that you decided to invest in because it's like I'm not gonna be open and I feel like before like we're almost too open yeah we are Because it's like, I want to be helpful, I want to be loving, and I want to be there for people that I care about or I cared about. But at the same time, you have to pay a cost to get access to this thing. Exactly. You can't roll into Costco without a Costco card, honey. And you you have have to to invest, too, because I'm investing, like, I know both of us are very considerate people. So, like, I'm going to, if I know that you like something, I might pick it up. If I know you love Tris Leches cake, before I come over, I might go grab one. Girl, I've driven 30 minutes to drop off Chin Chin, honey. Like, so it's like, no, you have to... You have to come and invest in me before I give you anything. Like, and also, even the funny thing is, even the little thing, like, so there's this guy on Cinder Gold, and I feel like he's an older guy, think he's, you know, successful or whatever. And, like, he was, like, hinting at, like, you know when guys start hinting at flirtatious, like, sexual things? Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, I'm gonna, like, blindly, like, walk over this, because, like, you're not even, I'm not even gonna sex, not even sex, but I'm not even gonna, like, flirt with it right now, because, like, you've 
invest in nothing. You've earned nothing. Like, I'm not giving you, I'm feeding you dust as far as, like, you're not going to get any, like, oh, sexually flirty, you know, it's nothing for me. Because, like, you've, you've earned nothing. So you're going to get nothing. You'll get conversation. We can, like, figure it out. But, like, before it's, like, I feel like I might just be, because I'm, like, sometimes I'm too open and too whatever. And it's, like, now it's, like, no, like, I'm, you're getting what you've earned. I'm not giving you more than you've earned. And I feel like perhaps that should be the focus more. Yeah, I think it should. And, like, yeah, that's instead of, like, the idea of it being the treatment you're going to receive being tied to a dollar amount. It's, like, no. Let's talk about the treatment that you are allowing yourself to receive. Let that mm-hmm. be a discussion. Let that right. be a movement. Right. I don't care if you're dating a man that changes tires to discount tire or you're dating the CEO of Apple what are you allowing, how are you allowing these men to treat you? Right. And and what are you requiring of people to walk into your life? Not financial. I'm talking about general respect. Girl. General treating you well. Because a lot of women, that's lacking. And we want to talk about it. This week, I don't know if you saw it, where little baby, his girlfriend got him a $200,000 watch, threw him like a four-day birthday party. The next day, a... I'm sorry, not a porn star slash escort said that he paid her $16,000 to sleep with him. (laughs) And so literally like (laughs) his baby mama girlfriend flew out and the escort flew in, posted their DMs and like his girlfriend who's very popular like on social media has like 4 million followers been getting the bag before him. But he always cheats on her and disrespects her. So it's like, yeah, she has a G-Wagon. She's always on a private jet. Has every Chanel you could ever want. Has a Chanel so big. I didn't even know that they made them this big. <laughs> Bought her four Birkins for Mother's Day. and But she's being constantly disrespected. So if Hypigamy is telling you that the main part of that message is the fact that she's <laughs> getting four Birkins, right. then you're lost in the sauce. And I don't know if that's what the message of Hypigamy is. It tends to be very money-driven to me, mm-hmm. but I don't know. And I think that's the issue. I feel like it's, and there's not an issue with wanting someone who can like, I just feel like they're, they're bigger fish to fry sometimes. And if we don't have basic like respect in our relationships, like sure, you know, that phrase, like it's better to cry on a Bentley than on a bus. Right. But I'll never be on a bus cause I can afford yeah. like, a good car. Right. So I might not be on, in the Bentley, but it's like, I'd rather be at home with peace in my Nissan. Right. Yeah. I don't think that I have to like subjugate myself to bad treatment to be in the Bentley or the only other way is that I'm in a bus. Like, I'm at a place where I know I'm going to be good by myself. And if that Bentley comes with public humiliation, the possibility of STDs, the possibility of disrespect, then I want for you to love yourself enough and all women to choose the Nissan. And also, like, again, if the man in the Nissan is going hard for you mm. and treating you well, like, there is nothing wrong because some, and I think this is a problem too, to get real, is that we are the generation where a lot of our parents were either never married, got divorced or whatever. Mm -hmm. So we have not really seen the power of building up just a normal, stable income to family household. Yeah. So a lot of people just have not even seen that. They've only seen like, you got a single mom or a single dad. You Mm -hmm. don't have that. But let's not sleep on just two people making good, decent money, building together there's nothing, there's no shame in that. Listen, double income, no children is probably the best that you'll live. Even if you don't make a lot of money, if you have two incomes and no kids, exactly, you're going to have a nice, comfortable, pleasant life. So it's like you can have some of these things without like needing someone who makes an incredible amount of money. That being said, are you on a glow up uh, journey? Because I am. Yeah, <laughs> um... 
so I won't call what I'm doing a glow up journey anymore, really. I don't know. I'm like kind of getting off the term of glow up because mm. typically it's all outward stuff for most people. It's very vain. And it's like, I saw a good quote that I can't find right now. Like, I'm definitely doing some self-improvement things, but like, I wouldn't call it a glow up because I'm already a bad bitch. Aw, look at you. Well, I am. So, <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like I'm I'm completely fine with the fact that it's very, very vain because it's, it's all complete vanity. Yeah, it's it's complete vanity. And then like, what's um, your motivation for it? Because I feel like right now your motivation is driven in stuff that's like long term you're not even going to be on. You think so? Yeah, because it's stuff that like, this is not your true character. Like sometimes you get lost in the sauce on things. Like you might be consuming a lot of one topic and then it becomes like, what you are into, but the heart of who Chizzy is as a woman, this is not going to be the motivation for it. I don't think it's going to long-term be the motivation that it really... I don't know because, okay, so my thing is, I feel like I've done a lot of... Oh, look at me dragging it. (laughs) I haven't even said this to her in real life. (laughs) She really hasn't. But that's fine, that's fine. (laughs) That ain't right, girl. That ain't right, not me. (laughs) Not just showing my coattails in public. Not me bringing the hot take straight to the live mic. Completely fine. Um, okay, and I get that because sometimes I'm like, "What's going on, Chizzy?" Yeah, but that's the thing. I feel like right now it's like a phase, I, but and it might be. But if also, there's growth from it, there's nothing wrong with it either, right? If you grow from this whatever phase, but I know you and you've been in this phase before, yeah. And then you get right with like you're walking other areas, and right. you're like, "Girl, I, this I isn't care. even the type of time I'm on where this is the motivation for X, Y, and Z." So I guess. For okay, for one, I feel like I've done so much personal inner growth in my life, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm in a good place there. And it's like, I don't know. I, I it is very vain, right? Because my big focus now is like getting down to like my body weight mm-hmm. and beyond, like even surpassing the last time I really liked how I looked, and then also like maintaining a certain like beauty standard for myself, mm-hmm. right? Uh, which number one is very expensive. Like mm-hmm. I got my first facial yesterday. I'm gonna start doing them every month, and facials along with nails, along with I get massages every month, and then it's like eyebrows and like I get my hair done every. It's like this is very all. This is all very expensive. You want to start throwing in cheap. lashes? Yeah, and I do want to start throwing in lashes, right? Like, and I might do micro. Like, it's all. None of this is cheap, right? So mm-hmm. I also want to start saving <laughs> for a house. So it's like very contradictory, but. I do feel like, personally for me, I feel my best, like, when I am proud of how I'm, I look, right? And when mm-hmm. I'm happy with how I look. And I do feel like part of part of it is more than that. Part of it is vanity, right? There's a certain level where it's like, I just want to be happy with such and such. And then there's a certain level where it's like, I also feel like if I took it to a next level, I would be... I would have a higher probability at like a different level of men as far as my dating pool, Mm -hmm. which is what I want because now I'm not as much so focused on like finding the forever person. I'm kind of like he'll come or not come whenever. Now I really just want to experience a different type of dating. Mm -hmm. If that's makes sense. So I think, I mean, yeah, I feel like it is partly vain. I feel like maybe in six months. But one thing that I do do is like sometimes if I haven't experienced something, like I just go after it to see it. And Mm -hmm. then once I have it, I'm like over it. I'm like, okay, that was fun. And so this might be like that where it's like, oh, I mean, that was fun. That was cool. Whatever. I'm, it's not worth the energy to like 
you know, maintain or to keep trying or to like, you know what I mean? It might, it may, but also, you know, who knows? It might, I might open up to like different people and different, you know, experiences and something might click. Cause you know, generally when I'm normally dating, I'm, I don't date outside my race. So it's like, who knows? Oh, so this time you're also trying dating outside of your race. Yeah. Okay, well, that's good. I mean, I think it's good to have different experiences, but I was mainly talking about, like, the glow-up journey that you're on. Well, the glow-up journey is connected to dating. Yes, I know. Like, hugely, uh-huh. right? Yeah, so. and that's where my only thing where it's, like, red flag, red flag, <laughs> I'm concerned. The fact that it is, like, your motivation for it is more so your outward and your level of attractiveness, I guess, than it being like an internal thing. But, it's kind of sometimes what it sounds like. I mean, and I get I that, but wrong. it's like, part part of me is like, beauty is a commodity, right? I'm going to be a great person regardless of how I look outside, right? Because I've already done work on myself. The only benefit of how I look outside is how I feel about myself, which is one, right? Which is something that I'm working on first and foremost, because I want to like, I hate when I don't like how I look. Um, and then what other people think about how I look and how that affects me as far as like jobs, promotions, dating, right? And so job wise, I think it's fine. The only thing and even dating wise, it's fine. It's not like I can't get dates or I can't date people. I just feel like just like if I want a very competitive job, I need my resume, my skill set to be like emphasized and top notch. I feel like if I want access into a certain level of man who are certain level of successful man then I need I should you know be realistic about what I need to do to best have a, a high a higher likelihood of getting you know getting so you're trying to make man. sure you're deserving of a six-figure man <laughs> six figures is not an issue I can get six I could literally be in a relationship <laughs> I mean, with several six-figure men now I'm just saying that's what it sounds <laughs> six like six figures is not an issue <laughs> seven figures <laughs> Now, are you deserving of a seven-figure man? That's more of a question where I'm trying to be, where it's like, yeah, I can pull a seven-figure man. That's real. Six okay. figures is not an issue. Now, here's my question about, because I, like, I'm no judgment. I've been on the glow-up train. Might end up back on the glow-up train. Life is constantly evolving how we view ourselves. Mm-hmm. But do you ever think you'll get to the point where you'll be happy with yourself? Because yeah. the thing is, sometimes it's like chasing a carrot and you're 31 now, have you ever felt like you were fully this person that you want to be in your mind? Yeah. Because sometimes it's like we create this image of the our image of the woman we want to be. And if you're constantly chasing that and it never comes to fruition or not to say it's never going to happen, but like, but will I, it always be the changing? The last time ha- I lost weight, I was even, I though I still had like my goals, I loved how I looked. Okay. Well, so it's like, and I still had like 40 more pounds to lose. Like, but I still like just loved how I looked. I still like, Cause I feel like I'm cute. Like I like myself. I like, except when I get fat face, but like, it's like the face is there, you know, the body and nicely shaped whenever I get down to like, uh, like a more whatever weight. So it's like, I definitely think, um, once I get to, once I get to that weight, once I go, go past there, that's all for vanity. Cause I'm completely fine. Like there, right. That's all vanity, but whatever. But yeah, I don't think I'll ever be like perpetually on the wheel Um, because I feel like I also have other things that like ground me. I have like my siblings, my family, my friends, my career. I have my dog, you know, I have other things that ground me where it's like, this isn't all I've had, you know, and maybe eventually I'll get exhausted. I'll be like, I don't care anymore. Um, but I feel like, you know, let me just have this little phase and we'll see where it takes me. Now, if we both end up, you know, on, on jets to Tahiti, You'll have it'll be a different conversation, right? But girl, that's me to hear it there. That's true. <laughs> but I think you know, 
There's many ways to skin a chicken. I think that's a saying. I don't know. Is it a chicken? I don't know. I think it's a cat. Oh, there's many ways to skin a cat. I don't know what you're out here skinning cats. But... I don't either. So the question of the day, since you know we have to have one, and you kind of already asked it. Do you have a six-figure requirement, and do you think you can get a six-figure guy? Do I have a six-figure requirement? Um, not a requirement per se, but I do have other things that will likely lead to being a six-figure man. <laughs> <laughs> like, I have other requirements, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That typically, like, you know, there... What other requirements would end up being six figures? Like, I want for you to be well-educated. Okay. I want for you to be, like, someone that is big on investments. Like, there's mm. different things, like... Okay. Based off my conversation with you, I'm going to know where your head is at. Gotcha. So, you might not be six-figure completely, but you'll be somebody that obviously is, like... Headed towards... Yeah, you know? Mm-hmm. Also, too, like, right now at this point, it's like, I want... Financial literacy is important to me in general. Mm. So, that's the thing, too. Like, necessarily, you know, you might not may not have six figures... But you are going to be extremely financially literate, and I think you'll be comfortable. You'll be more than comfortable. It's right. not a requirement, you know. Okay. Um, absolutely, I can land a six-figure man. I could <laughs> land a seven-figure man. Um, Steve Jobs. I could probably could have landed him back in the day. Like, it is what it is. <laughs> Look at the confidence. We love to see it. I don't have a six-figure requirement either, which is so funny because I also feel like women. It just seems this way. Like the women who are screaming about this, it's like y'all don't really make money, do y'all? <laughs> like, they don't. like they don't. because once you start making a little bit of money, you realize like eh, six figures, whatever. I don't have a six-figure requirement either, but I am just I am. Uh, what's a better word than discriminatory? I am um, particular about what a guy who I was dating, what he does, his earning potential and like his career potential and like how he is with money. That is something that I would use. So there are certain people who like, if this is a stage in your life and you're like a student, I wouldn't be interested, right? Nothing wrong with that. I was a student a couple years ago, but that's just not what I'm not interested in dating. If you have a particular career where like it's lower earning or lower earning potential, I wouldn't be interested. And to keep it 100 right now, I would love if I met a truck driver, low-key, that had, like, a truck or two, his own trucking business. Because at this point, I would love a man that, like, you may not be there, but you got the vision. Yeah. Because I'm a little lazy as far as, like, not lazy, but I don't have, like, a ton of stuff I want to (laughs) do. How do I describe it? Like, there's not, I don't want to open up a nail salon or something. Like, I would love somebody that's like, this is the business I want to open. And I could be like, listen, I'm riding. Let's get out this vision plan together. Like, that would be great. That's also why I like, and I feel like I am more open, like, interacting with men of certain means. Because it's like, I feel like there's so much I can learn. Because I also want to, like... I want to get into real estate. I want to get into different things. So it's like when you're in different circles, outside of like, if, sometimes it's like, I even try to be a girlfriend. Can I just learn? Yeah, <laughs> like, I think, absolutely. I think you know, can we just There should be talk? room for friendships and mentorship that right. doesn't, isn't related to, you know, a romantic relationship. It doesn't have to be that to learn. And I just want for women to secure their own bag as well. Of that course. is just the ultimate goal for me and I think it's hard too because hearing you talk about all this stuff it's like let Chizzy chase after every billionaire on Forbes list because at the end of the day she makes her own money she has a degree where like even I was talking to my roommate where she was like yeah when I left Big Law I was making $180,000 like if you choose to you'll make like crazy money you know what I'm saying versus like so it's very different for you to have this mindset when I know that at the end of the day what you'll fall back on is still a very the funny thing standard is, lifestyle, like comfortable lifestyle, versus a girl who like is twenty one, right. twenty two, 
completely disregarding their education, getting a trade mm-hmm. or whatever, because mm-hmm. their hope and aspiration is to be... All their eggs are in that basket. Yeah, because it's like, listen, I could be dumb and say I'm chasing after a baller all day. Guess what? <laughs> this mortgage is still going to get paid. It's still going to get paid on this, time. You know what I'm saying? This car is still going to get repaired. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm still going to be able to go to the nail salon, the hair salon, do what I want to do. Go to the mall and cash out if I choose to. So that's a very different. The crazy thing is, it was. It's not even to fall back on. I think that's the weirdest thing about me. It's not even like I want to stop working. I I'm just saying. I'm just saying hypothetically. <laughs> right, like, right. You're not in the same position as some of these girls where this narrative is also inner encroaching on their mind. Like, right. You're not there, so it's a different thing. You know. Mm-hmm. Now, if you were 21 talking about like this and like skipping college and stuff, and I'm like, <laughs> what are you doing? But right now, it's like, girl, let's have your fun. We're in our 30s. We need. <laughs> Whatever keeps us motivated, like, it's hard to get out here and work out. It's hard to get out here and girl. keep the maintenance up. So, if that's what motivates you this month or this year, go for it, girl. Cause... And I'll keep y'all posted <laughs> on our journey. I might have to, we might have to put those podcasts in the Patreon because I don't know. I don't know if we can give all that tea out here. But, anyhow. Thank y'all so much for listening and thank you for supporting us. Please make sure that you subscribe on Apple and also on Spotify. Also, please make sure that you review and rate us. Um, We are also going to be dropping visuals on YouTube, so make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Thank y'all, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Toodles!